This is the Geeked Out Show Where the car collecting, toy investing Geeked Out Show got the blessings crazy This is the Geeked Out Show Where the comic book reading or anime watching Geeked Out Show got the options crazy We all here, it's your one-stop shop We geek in, we geek out 24 on the clock Whether if you're comic book reading or anime watching Geeked Out Show's got the options Dropping every single moment Getting deeper focus Reminisce toys you never noticed Different views to go with Different type of nerd issues to nerd tissues Black holes had to pay those dues So know the difference Understand the contest clues We on a mission From the Barbies to the Lego dude We got a vision Safe place for respectable cues From a real fan Not ones that's active reviews So beyond that Don't get the dust cap It's all love But where your geek esteem at Relax While we sip on the Epto Cool I know a place most deaf won't lose you here it is. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Geek Out Show. I'm your host, Gil, Black Hole Comics. Uh, you know, the usual deal. Uh, we're doing our show a little bit early, about 24 hours in advance, just so we could get uh, our special guest on tonight, Sir Gerard, Jeremy Gerard. What's going on? How you doing, everyone? Thanks for having me. Alrighty, And then I'm joined here by, I had to call the retirement home to get uh, Jade released. <laughs> What's up, y'all? Go. Yep, back. I'm back uh, after a what a year hiatus, dude. It's been Jeremy literally since the last time that you've been on. That's the last time this guy's been on. Yeah, I sure did. Yeah, everything, uh, everything's great over here, man. I'm just happy to be back. Yeah, he's he's been he's been a busy cat, and uh, we got Christian. What's going on, everybody? How y'all doing tonight? So welcome, welcome. How's it been, fellas? Jade, we have not heard from you from a very long time, man. Want to give everybody a quick little update, what you've been up to, how you've been? Yeah, if I can figure out uh, my buttons still. So yeah, man, uh, it's been a long time. Um, I guess I haven't really updated anybody since before Legion's Con. Um, just been working, you know, still out here in West Texas for the time being, working the oil field and I actually will be moving to Houston here in the next 30 days and got another baby girl on the way. So like things have been kind of crazy over here, man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but outside the regular, you know, watching you guys, keeping up with y'all, you know, making sure you guys are still uh, on your up and up. And I really just deep dived into mythics, man. It's pretty much all I've been doing since literally since Legion's gone. I've, I've seen that. Uh, you, a lot of us actually have been doing a deep dive into it and all we've really been focusing on since Legion's Con and uh, Jeremy, you know, uh, you know, not to just because you're here or anything like that. But uh, yeah, man, like it's just so crazy, like hearing you and Walter and everybody else talk about it, just with the experiences and meeting everybody that is part art show, part family reunion and this. And I'm like. I've been to cons and I, I was like, let's, what let's does see. that mean? Yeah. Like, what does that mean? Let's, let's see. What does this mean? Yeah. It is truly something different, something amazing. It is something to behold. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. yeah we're consistently blown away by the reaction to it. Um, to hear people like yourselves talk about what a great time they had, talk about the fact that they came back and had an even deeper appreciation and love for the toys themselves. Um, I mean, that's, there's no better feedback than that, but yeah, it is, 
it is unlike anything you've ever been to. You know, the move last year to go to two full days was clearly the right move. Um, you know, that at the time, that was kind of a stretch for us. We were like, hey, will the show support it? Is there enough interest to actually do a two-day show like this uh, and I mean, the, the community crushed it. The community had so much fun. And as you guys can attest, having been there, it's just nonstop the entire time. So much fun. So many great people. What's up, Kev? And Christian, Christian, sir, yeah. it's going to be your first year and you get to join us and be part of it all and get to experience it with fresh eyes. So I'm kind of jealous of you, man. Yeah, I'm excited, man. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. And uh, yeah, like he was telling us like last year, Jeremy, like, um, Who's trying to make it happen, but like you know, other things you know come up and, and stuff like that, and it was kind of like last minute. But he's like, basically, when we took off, to, and he's like, I'm already planning for next year. Yeah. And he goes, I'm I'm gonna be there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, I mean, look, it's I totally there. get that life happens, and and you know, it's hard to do this every single year. You know, we have people that travel so far. I mean, you guys are all coming, you know, from far distances. Um, you know, we get people that travel so incredibly far year after year, and that completely blows us away that it's that much of a destination that people want to do that. So when someone says I can't make this year, we are never offended. The exact opposite. We're completely blown away and thrilled when people say, yeah, there's no way I'm missing it. I've, I've got to be there again. Yeah, that, that's pretty much it, man. Like after that first one, I didn't really know what to expect. I was kind of fresh in Legions and we've been uh, recording for years up to that point, And we actually never met. We met at Legions Con for the first yeah. time. I remember you guys in, telling me that that's in awesome. person. So, yeah, it, it's just become it, it's the thing we will go to moving forward. And that's not unique. There's there's multiple people that had engaged, maybe not, you know, through a podcast like you guys are doing, but there were multiple people that had engaged so frequently online prior to Legion's Con, but had never been in the actual same room together. And the fact that that event was the catalyst to allow them to do that was absolutely amazing. And it strengthens those relationships as well. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, we'll all get to meet Christian this year for the first time, and it's going to be because of Legion's Con. Yeah, awesome. which is dope. <laughs> yeah, so like I, I, uh, I actually canceled uh, Comic Con. Like I usually do Comic Con every year, and I canceled. And I said, you know what? Done there, been there, done that. I'd rather spend and put that money towards Legions and have fun right. over there. And uh, I hope it, that's a pretty big deal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, especially like I mean, Comic Con is it's a big show, but I mean, like yeah. I'm like it's more personal more intimate and you get to have fun with everybody at legions con where sure it's too much hustle bustle and uh bumping elbows and yeah. lines lines on lines on lines over there <laughs> and look we've heard that i mean so for years i've never been to san diego comic-con myself oh really okay i have never actually i mean as an as an east coast guy that's obviously a big trip for me to go there yeah. and i just like was never able to do it with, you know, having a young family and stuff like that. It was never the right time. Um, but from the studio's perspective, they used to do San Diego Comic-Con years ago. And they stopped doing it because 
the insanity of getting all the way out there. And like you just said, the hustle and bustle, how much chaos it is. There's so much going on. Yes. What they realized years ago was the only reason they really liked going out to Comic-Con was to hang out with certain people. At the mm -hmm. time, George Gaspar, who is a project manager at the studio now, um, who now lives in Jersey, he lived out in California. Nate Barch obviously was out there. So they liked going out there to see those people. And that's how the G-Con event started. So, you know, talking about Legion's Con, the day before Legion's Con, we have the worldwide broadcast for G-Con that we've been doing for a number of years now. That started as an alternative to going out to San Diego, saying instead of going out there and exhibiting what's new and what's coming and seeing our friends, let's take that money and bring our friends to us and let's do it in our studio and broadcast it worldwide. And since then, over the years, that's now become a huge party where we have our intern for a day where people come to the studio and they're invited back to be part of the G-Con broadcast. And we do it in front of a live audience. It's totally transformed. And it's all because they didn't want to go out to the insanity of San Diego. I don't blame them at all. <laughs> I, I, I don't blame them at all and it's just it, it's just awesome like we're hoping this year we're gonna shoot for intern uh last year we weren't sure like what to expect or anything like yep. that so we're like should we try to get in should we not i don't yep. know but we're gonna try we're gonna shoot for it you know it's basically like a lottery system if you guys yep. are used to san diego comic-con it's just you enter and you might possibly get selected and then that's the thursday before correct Yes. And, and a lot of people have been asking when we're going to do that. So we are going to start that lottery system soon. Um, and it's, it's crazy to me because I've told this story before, but my first experience going to Four Horsemen Studios was as an intern. So oh, really? back there, there, yeah, their second Kickstarter they did for Mythic Legions, the big advent of Decay Wave. Um, I you know, got tons of figures in that, but my reward that I chose was an intern for a day experience. So the first time I ever went to the studio, I actually went as a paid intern. I went um, to be part of that experience and I was invited back. Like they knew who I was. Like at that point I was doing customs. Uh, the custom community wasn't the way it is today, of course. It was much smaller, but they recognized me. They had seen my customs. And about a month later, I got a call or an email, I should say, from Cornboy uh, inviting me back to the studio, this time not as a paid attendee, but as their invited guest to be part of that first ever G-Con broadcast and to show off my customs. So in turn, Dude, it's, always had awesome. a very yeah, it's always had a very special place in my heart because of my story. Mm -hmm. But uh, what we're going to do is we'll, we'll put that out again. You know, now there's so much interest. We can't just say, hey, whoever wants to come can come. Um, <laughs> Now we do the lottery system. We select a certain number of people. If you're selected, um, you're able to buy a pass to intern for a day. And it's it's always a plus one. So it's you and a guest. You get to come for that Thursday. And we call it intern. You're not, you're not interning. You're not working. It's basically a tour of the studio. We have multiple yeah, workshops. Know. Yeah, we have workshops. And you get to see all these different things that are going on. And you get to hang out with us for the day. But then we invite you back the next day for the Friday to be uh, in the audience for that G-Con broadcast. Okay. That's awesome. That's awesome. Cause I was going to ask like, what, what is the intern? What exactly does the intern for a day stand for? But you just, you just answered yeah. it. So. Yeah, you do. So we do multiple uh, 
what we want to do is want to show you how everything happens. So like one of the coolest things you get to do is you get to sit in a room and you get to see Eric Treadaway, one of the founders and co-owners of Forrester Studios and the man responsible for literally all the sculpting that you see across the Legion's lines. Like that's one of the unique things about Legion's is while we have a team of people, this is very much Eric Treadaway's baby. Like he sculpts, he's not even sculpting for outside lines anymore. He is sculpting exclusively for legions at this point. So it's incredible to see the consistency, that, that clear vision of what legions are because it is very much Eric's vision from the sculptural standpoint. And one of the intern workshops is you get to sit in a room and we bring his computer up on the big screen and you get to see him actually sculpt for an hour. Um, oh, and he wow. doesn't just, he's not just like sculpting. He literally talks to the audience and he says, what do you want to see? And he takes requests and he does it up That's on awesome. the screen. Yeah. That's yeah. So, so. Not, not only does he do that, but one of the heads, this is cool. One of the heads that comes with one of the cosmic legions figures, you know, the head that we just showed on the Tusk pilot, the one that's got yes. like the, the eyes coming out. Mm. He sculpted that live in my intern session when I went there years ago. Oh, what? That's <laughs> super cool. He sculpted that literally on the fly. He had to do more after it was done. But that was literally sculpted there. So that's an example of something he did at an intern that made its way into the line, which means some of the other stuff he's done at interns could certainly make their way in as well. <laughs> that's crazy. So um, I guess since we're still on the topic of Legion's Con. This uh, one, oh, correct. There he is. There he is. Yeah, that's okay. a beauty. So. I just wanted to show that. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh, nice. Yep. And now you can follow that's him at Four Horsemen right. Studios. <laughs> I don't know what happened. It's like everything blew up and like yeah, everything just know. zoomed in. Hold on, I'm gonna have to fix that. So oh, since we're talking about Legions Con, Jeremy, um, yeah. Legions Con 2022, it was something special. Um, it was, it was, it truly was. And then it just turned into party, right? It was a party at the end of the day. Um, 23, uh, bigger, better. Like, oh yeah, you, got, you guys got big expectations this year. I think we do too. We thought when we got the hotel for last year, we were like, okay, we got all this space, all these rooms. We figured we had a couple years in that venue. <laughs> and the fact that after one year, we had already far exceeded the amount of space, um, that was incredible. So, again, just like I said, you know, we took a risk in 2022 by going to a two day event. In 2023, we took a risk by significantly upgrading the venue. You know, we started looking at much higher end hotels. Um, I know a lot of people joked about last year's hotel with the broken elevator and this and that. But <laughs> for all, for all of its bumps and bruises, that place treated us like kings. So they did nothing but positive things to say about the La Quinta last year. But the Marriott that we're going to this year is just by and large, so much nicer a place, so much larger a place. It's going to be incredibly conducive to the expanded crowds that we're expecting this year. Everything this year, bigger and better. It sounds like everyone's showing up. And I will say about that busted elevator, that was the hardest working piece of equipment in New Jersey, oh, I'm pretty absolutely. sure. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Did you see the picture that a bunch of people took? There was a picture 
the elevator said like max five per person. And there was a photo that they took where I swear there were like 15 people crammed oh, into that yeah. elevator. Yeah, I think we're in one of those. <laughs> it's hard to get 15 was, of us in one of those. I was scared because I was like, there's no way that we didn't go over the weight limit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was lucky. I was on the third floor. So I took the stairs the entire time. I was like, I am not dealing with that elevator. I just went up the stairs. We should have did that. That that probably would have been the thing to third do. floor. I can, wow, I can you do. got you got real real friendly with your fellow legionnaires and oh, yeah. cabalers. Oh yeah, but this year, uh, yeah, I mean the venue itself, it's the guest rooms are all renovated. They've recently just torn them all apart and renovated all of them. So the where we're going to be staying is much nicer. Uh, it's brand new. And then the actual part for us, you know, we've got a giant last year's the main room last year was about 6,000 square feet. This year we have an 11,000 square foot ballroom. And then we have on the side of that right across the hall, another 3000 square foot room. So we've got about 14,000 square feet total. And that's not including the hallways. The hallways are really big and there will be exhibitors in the hallways as well. Nice. And there's actually a almost like a private lobby. So you remember last year we were all hanging out in the lobby after hours, drinking and having a good time. Um, there is a gorgeous lobby at this hotel, but there's also like a private lobby that's right outside of our rooms that nobody there's no other reason to go down there unless you're going to our event. So that's going to be totally our private area. That's dope. And that's the main room right there that you're showing. Super yeah, that, cool. That thing looks huge compared to like last What you year. don't get is we're in the center of the room there. So yeah. as much as it looks like there's stuff behind us, there's all that stuff around us too. It's absolutely gigantic. Yeah, yeah I could only imagine. I'm it looks like, it looks man. it looks what? It looks it looks like that, man. I can yeah, tell it's, it's, it looks huge. Now it's I was watching gigantic ceilings, so that helps as well because it's just so much space. I was watching uh, your most recent episode of Mythic Conversations and yep. the story about the Irish pub. That I, dude, so cool! Like I, I never would have thought that. It was neat because, like I said, when I got to go to check out the hotel, the pub wasn't open yet. So they said, "Oh, you want to come see it? We'll open it up for you." So I got the ability to walk through it without it being open and hustle and bustle and really just take it in like at my own speed. Mm -hmm. And it's awesome. Like you walk in and the minute you walk in, in my head, I was hearing not necessarily Irish music, but I was hearing like, you know, some like Renaissance, like, you know, some people just playing some traveling players going off and everything. I was like in a tavern in mythos and I was just this is perfect. This could not be more perfect. That's awesome. Yeah. We need people to start bringing their string instruments and, and bust out some <laughs> music. Let me see. Jeremy, are you are you bringing anything with you? I will probably not bring <laughs> my, my ukulele, but uh, well, who knows? Maybe I will. Maybe I will. Maybe we'll have a little, a little jam session. I do know that uh, I've just started. I just got a message from Pete McCarthy from the My Wife is Going to Kill Me crew, and one of the things we wanted to do last year that we didn't, we weren't able to pull off is at one point we had wanted to do kind of like, uh, like on the Saturday, do a little bit of a variety show, like after the event was done for the day. 
um, kind of like some just fun comedy and just an amusing little variety show thing for legions. And we weren't able to pull it off. So Pete is already hitting me up early saying, Hey, how do we make that happen this year? So who knows, maybe we'll actually have, uh, some people, some minstrels that'll be, uh, serenading us in that, that lobby. That'd be great. <laughs> hey, if they need help with that, I'm just saying like, I, I'm, we're willing to help out. I'm well, I don't know about the guys, but I'm, I'm willing to help out. Like if maybe Absolutely. I should hit them up and be like, Hey, how can I, how can I help that? How awesome. can I help facilitate that? We appreciate yeah, it. Thank that would be, that'd be awesome. That'd be cool to see. Um, one thing I want to circle back to that Jade put in the chat. I, it went by, but it was not answered because uh, didn't want to interrupt you. Do interns have to go on a coffee run? <laughs> uh, no, you don't have to. There, there will be coffee runs, though. I will say that. Uh, sure. Where the studio is, it's perfectly situated right next to a quick check. So it's you know like a you know kind of convenience store but a really good one actually so every day whenever i go into the studio every day around like two o'clock ish or whatever they do a coffee run over to quick check and the duncan over there so i don't know if we'll send the interns but uh we'll definitely be doing some coffee runs awesome we don't need uh, to send them to get the pizza we, <laughs> we we go get the pizza for the interns there you go major said let's call it cabal campfire well, you know, <laughs> if it's nice weather, so that's one of the weird things in New Jersey is like this past year was gorgeous. It really gorgeous was. New Jersey. Oh, yeah. November, from West November, but mid-November in New Jersey, it could be in the 20s. Like it could be snowing. That's what I thought it was going to be. Say, it's coming from West Texas, I packed like I was going to New Jersey, you know. <laughs> Let alone, it was warmer oh. there than it was back home for me. Absolutely. Yeah, but... If the weather holds out this year, we have another nice one. In addition to all of our space, there's also on the back, like right behind the main lobby, there's an outdoor area with like three fire pits that they throw up at night and stuff. So, Let's go. and I mean, last year we had the entire hotel. Like we had literally rented essentially everything. There were only a couple rooms that were rented that weren't ours, which can you imagine those people? Can you imagine those people walking into that lobby? And seeing all of us like partying, and there's a ten foot ogre. In the <laughs> yeah, it must have just been surreal if you didn't know what that was. Oh, um, for sure. This year it won't be as dramatic, but we've got. I think we've got on the Friday night and the Saturday night, which are the two big nights. I think we've got like 75, 80 percent of the entire hotel awesome. that is rented to us. Yeah, that, and keep in mind, this is like a 350-room hotel. Last year's hotel was 150 rooms. Oh, We're getting pretty close to sellout. Is that what I hear? We are. They won't give us any more rooms. Like We're at the point now where the rooms, we do have a few left in our block. Because our, our discounted block is, a, what, 159 a night for mm -hmm. our rooms? That play, it's over a hundred dollars a night cheaper than their normal rate. Like they gave oh, us a great cool. deal. Oh wow! But they got to the point where we kept asking for more and more, and they finally said, "Listen, we can't give you any more discounted rooms." So there's going to be a point where we sell out. Where you'll either, if you want to stay there, have to pay the full price, or we are going to have uh, an overflow hotel that's across the street hmm. that will be probably the same price. The problem is across the street, the street is a highway, which oh, means shit. not just like you're going to walk over yeah. getting from like you can see it 
but getting over there, you're going to have to take the highway. It's like a 10 minute to go around and stuff. So, okay. I, got, tickets yet, you, I mean, your rooms yet, you definitely want them. I have one last question before we get off the topic of Legion's con. How close is the closest bonefish grill? <laughs> I do not know. I believe there's one a couple miles away. I know uh, we're that good then. I I do know there's a Capital Grill, which is a fancier restaurant nearby, but all bets are off. It's all about the Irish pub. That's where we're going. 100%. The Irish yeah. pub. That's, that, that's going to be the go-to spot. Yeah, that's the go-to spot. Bone, Bonefish, they did us, they, they took care of us last year. They were awesome. I heard they did. I did not go. Oh, you didn't go? Oh, wow. <laughs> so the night that we all went out to, we all went out to dinner as a company on Saturday. And yeah. we have, we have kids with us. So they all wanted to go to Olive Garden. So we walked down the street and we all we all went to Olive Garden and had a very amusing dinner there. All right, all right, yeah. your family. That that's what it was. Uh, Mike Negron said, uh, "Negron, um, can't wait to meet you, Jeremy, at Jersey Con, saving my money and still uh, praying to get a cheaper version of Borges Vermilius." <laughs> never know. You never know. I mean, we haven't. We haven't announced what this year's exclusives are yet. Um, I know people are greatly anticipating that. Um, they're, they're coming soon. We'll be announcing some stuff pretty soon. There's There's been so many other announcements that there hasn't mm -hmm. been a window for us to announce Legion's content. I was just going to say, there's been no shortage of, you know, it felt like at the beginning of the year, it was just a little bit slow. And then boom, flood, you know, floodgates opened up. And it it's all Legion's here from the rest of the year, it feels like. It, yeah, for sure. Yeah, and I will tell you that we what you're going to see 2023 is going to be our biggest year ever, um, in in literally every sense of the word. Everything you're going to see this year, we planned last year. So we went into this year with a very clear plan about what we were going to do, what we were going to release, and when we were going to release it. So, you know, there is definitely, I, I use the term calm before the storm quite a bit on my show. There's definitely a number of storms coming this year. We're here for it. Brace yourself. That's it. Legion's announcements are coming. Uh, Mike says, thanks, Jeremy. Thanks for that update. Yeah. Let me see. Christian, do you have any questions for me? Um, just before about Legion's Con before we shift over into anything else. No, I don't. I don't think I have anything else about Legion's Con. Okay. Uh, can I announce it here, Jeremy? Though that uh, we will be a vendor. Yeah, absolutely. Cool okay. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I spoke to Jeremy earlier last. No, actually, late last week, and uh, we went over all the details. And the Geek Out Show will be having a booth over at Legion's Con 2023. Yep. So and just just a little sneak peek. We're not wait. showing anything, but we will have a custom cosmic head, and we will have custom mythic head, I believe, and weapons. Both. Yes. Yep. Both. Yep. Yeah. There will be yep. sets of both. Exclusive. Um, Excuse me. I use the wrong term. Exclusive. You will yeah, only be exclusive. able to get them at Legion's Con. Exclusive only at Legion's Con. There will be a twenty-five uh, set run of the cosmics, twenty-five set run of the mythics, and then we'll show them off a little bit closer. So, yep. yeah, and then we'll have a little gift for you, Jeremy, as you know, like I Thank said, you. a little, small little gift for you. 
Thank we you. appreciate you coming on and giving us uh, your time. Yeah, and I'm thrilled you guys are going to be involved. Um, you know, what we did for this year's show is we started with previous exhibitors. You know, we do we do want to reward people that have been with us longer. Um, so what we honestly did was we went through our get our list of past exhibitors. We found out who wanted to be involved and based on how many years they had been involved with the show, because we have some people that have been involved since the very beginning, the, the little <laughs> tiny after party show that we did, you know, in a little side closet at, uh, you know, the Parsippany Pal in New Jersey uh, in 2019. We want to reward those people and give them first crack. So we went through all of them and then people like yourselves who had reached out to us prior and said, hey, we'd love to be involved this year the order that everyone has contacted us, we started reaching out to them so they could get a space as well. And you guys are on that list. You're in the main room. We're going to have that main room that we looked at. There will be that side room as well. Uh, but you guys are, you guys are in that main room where all the, uh, the biggest amount of tables are. We've made it. We're here. Yes. So we could retire. <laughs> we could retire now people. We're, we're, we're finally there. We made it. <laughs> Uh, we just wanted to give you a little bit of like a spotlight and shine on your Mythic Customs and okay. uh, some of the stuff that you've been doing recently. Uh, this is the uh, five-pack, yep. um, yeah. from the five-pack, correct? Yeah, what I, what I started doing, I had heard a number of people when we showed the, you know, the heads pack that were saying, well, how can I use it? You know, what does it go with? You know, not everyone has like, as clear a vision of how these parts could be used. So what I decided to do with the, the heads pack over the course of this week was show an example for each one of those heads in terms of how it could be used, but specifically on what I call an LBC, a lazy boy custom, something that literally anybody can throw together. You know, this uses an Artemis silver cord two body, that skirt piece is from an old Lord of the Rings figure. And there's not one lick of paint on this entire figure. This is genuinely just a pop and swap, but it creates a brand new look, a brand new character. So that's what I've been trying to show recently with these particular figures. And it says right here, afraid to start painting? No worries. Boom. I, I, I got to say, I really do love that, you know, you try to help people and you tell people like, dude, you could just achieve something this awesome just by, you know, swapping parts. If you already have something, there's something that you could do at your house. Man, one, of, one of my favorite things to do, honestly, is to hear from people that, these, yeah. you know, simple there. recipes that I showed was something that they said, wow, I could do that. And then they started doing it and they went down that rabbit hole and they discovered that they really, really love this side of the hobby and customizing. Um, for me, that is one of the most rewarding things. Yeah, that was not something I was ever into. I'm, I'm a pretty much like out of the package. Yep. It is what it is. I want it exactly the way factory yep. intended it to be. But after Legion's Con, I mean, I literally every single figure figure that comes in, I mean, just like, you know, I'm always pulling something apart now. Like yeah. I don't even think anything I've gotten recently has stayed together. Um, that's that's truly been one of the best parts. This it's, dude caught the bug. Yeah, dude, it's hard. incredible. It's incredible how <laughs> even with just a little bit of 
you know, tweaking the figures, popping and swapping, whatever you want to call it, how you can really transform them to be your own. Um, and then that just gets further and further so you can go all the, the way the, down with the 3D parts and everything. The possibilities uh, are, are infinite. And like you said, with 3D parts and the yep. fact that Four Horsemen and you guys are so welcoming to that that part of the community, I mean, that's the majority of what Legion's Con is, you know, in my opinion. Sure. Um, it's it's pretty incredible. Like, you can do just about anything with these. If you can think it, you, you know, someone will do it for yeah. you. Absolutely. And man, like so many people were like so inviting and stuff like that. Just like besides you, besides Walter, besides, you know, the main guys themselves, yeah. you know, like Von Burke, Eric, um, Wolf King, just, you know, the wife's going to kill me guys, just anybody and everybody, man. It was just like, like, like you said, it is that family reunion. Like, you know, you tell somebody like, Hey, you know, like I've been posting as Black Hole Comics, Gil, yep. I'm Gil. And, you know, like I'm new. I've only about like a year in. And they're like, oh, that's you. That's cool. You know, yep. chopping it up. Come check out my stuff. Oh, yeah, you can pick it up. You can mess with it. Don't worry. You're yeah. not going to mess it up. And it's just like, damn, like usually when you go to shows, they're like, don't touch my stuff. Yeah. Like if you're going to buy it, sure, but don't yeah. don't touch. And it's like everybody's like, no, come on, go. You know, it's OK. Yeah, that's that's it, pretty it's awesome. I mean, in right from the room, you know, such a great vibe, such a creative vibe and, you know, people helping each other out. But then that just extends, like you mentioned, into the nighttime, where as soon as we lock those doors, everyone grabs something to eat and then they're right back in that lobby. And yep. they're there. I mean, <laughs> that lobby was hopping until like one, two o'clock every morning with really people was. just enjoying not one. No one wanted to go to bed. Everyone was so afraid they were going to miss something if they went up to their room. Yeah. Me, me and Jade are kind of like old men, though, that we were like, it's about 11 o'clock. It's about 1030. It's getting a little late. All right, guys. But I, Matt Matt was down there till like 1 o'clock in the morning. Oh. And he was like waking us up, coming in. I'm like, dude, what yeah. the fuck? I hear you. I'm usually, I'm a very early riser, so I'm usually in bed really early. But I something about Legion's Con, I, I operate at Legion's Con on about three hours sleep every single night. I don't know how <laughs> I can do it, but the minute it's done, I am just like for a week, I'm out. Yeah. So like one thing I did this year is like I made sure to ask for that next day back for my flight, like the next day. The hangover day is real. Yeah. The hangover Monday you, is real. You definitely need a hangover day. That's that's for sure. Uh, just wanted to show off some of these uh, personal collection uh, items, customs that you put up. In yeah, these are ones I actually put up for sale recently. Um, you know, all these figures behind me, many of which are customs. Uh, as collectors, I'm sure you guys know that the collection changes. The collection mm -hmm. rotates. There's stuff that you have in the collection. This female goblin is a figure I've had in my collection for probably... I don't know, five years or something. Um, I did that a long time ago. And you get to a point where you're just like, you know what? It's time for me to make room for something else. So I routinely will pull older customs out of the collection and make them available to people that want them for their own collections. Um, it consistently blows me away that fellow Legions fans like my work and want to own it themselves. I'm very fortunate in that sense so uh, i'm able to do that and that helps fuel you know my my future projects and everything so yeah these this particular post was in advance of a sale that we did at legion shop 
and these were all figures. This one, the, the female goblin in this one, I know for a fact sold. Um, but yeah, this these is gorgeous. Are the ones I put up. Yeah, I love the Minotaur. So I wanted to touch base on the customs a little bit. Um, I know you were one of the first, you know, to really to be one of the bigger names in the in the mythic cust or the legions customizing community, obviously. Um, with his hey, Campbell. As busy as you guys have been lately, do you still find the time to do the customs you want, or is your backlog just insane? Um, <laughs> I'm I'm trying to be kind to myself. That's I don't have enough time to so do as much as I'd love to. I definitely don't have as much time to do as much as I used to. Uh, there was a point, the first couple of years, the first two years that I started customizing Legions, I posted every single day for two years it wasn't a new custom every day but i would say within that two years it was probably 95 percent of those posts were a fresh new custom um so i was doing a ton of custom work it was something i challenged myself to do um, and that that kind of creative output definitely helped me you know zone in on what my style was and it taught me a ton when i first started i wasn't i wasn't someone that had been customizing for years this was how i began so that that two-year blitz really helped me a lot um now today with everything else that i'm doing i definitely have less time for that for these type of projects um i mean additionally it also is worth mentioning that when i first started doing this customizing was my hobby and it's what I did, you know, kind of in my off hours to to unwind and stuff like that. Um, I'm incredibly fortunate that this is my job now. But sometimes when your job and your hobby are the same thing, you do have to force yourself to say, you know what? I'm not going to customize today. I've been working all day and that is just another kind of work technically. 100%. So I'm going to do something else. And you, you almost have to force yourself not to do what you actually love just so you don't burn out. I totally get that. Uh, Mike said, uh, since I'm new to Mythic Legions, does that mean at LegionsCon you have your own table, Jeremy? And I can answer, yes, he does. I have. So I will have, I actually have a lot of stuff at LegionsCon. Um, there will be a table for <laughs> Mythic Customs. So my work will be at a table. Um, I treat my table like an exhibit at yes. LegionsCon. Last year, um, I'm very well known for these, these critter customs, all my little animals. Uh, so last year, what I did was I brought literally all of my critter customs, all of the custom heads that I had designed with Walter DeMarco of Mass Customs that were printed by Len from Wolf King Customs. I brought all of those and displayed that. Um, this year's exhibit is going to be something totally different. This year, it's going to be all tribute figures. Ooh. So all figures that are my versions of other characters from movies, comic books, uh, literature, whatever. All these different Ooh. things that I've been inspired to create custom figures of, Legion's versions of them. That's what my display is going to be this year. But I will have stuff on exhibit at Wolf King Customs as well. And there's a Legion shop table that will have parts of my work on display and for sale. Wow, that's that's awesome, man. I'm interested in seeing what you what you do with the tribute figures because that's that's something that I I kind of 
I'm thinking about doing myself is making, you know, yeah. figures of different characters that I want as well. It's a lot of fun to do it. It's a popular thing. You know, there's a couple customizers. I would point out uh, my good friend, Emil Wickman, yes. as well as uh, Eric Miller. Yes. Both of them are very well known and they'll both be at Legion's Con, of course. Um, they're very well known for their tribute figures. So mm -hmm. they do a wonderful job. And I guess I'm kind of, I've done a lot of tribute figures in my day. So I guess I'm going to be uh, throwing my hat in the, the tribute exhibit <laughs> ring this year with those guys as well. So yeah. that was that was something I was going to ask is, are, are these figures you've already done? Are these things you've worked on just for this exhibit? A little mixture of both? mixture of both so i have some like i did uh years ago i did all of the star wars bounty hunters so oh wow boba fett dangar ig88 etc all of those i did legions versions of those characters um so like something like that those will be there because they're popular and i've done them already but then there's a number of things that I'm really focusing on all year, a number of customs that I may not have done normally, but because I'm doing this exhibit, I'm kind of forcing myself to find some things I actually want to do customs of, tribute figures of, and make that happen this year. That's awesome. That's a really <laughs> uh, cool approach to it. It's a, and it's one of those things that, you know, the customizing community, it's, it's it very much its own vein. I mean, you can go a hundred different routes with that. And uh, Absolutely. being able to showcase another one is uh, very cool. Oh man. Well, a lot of what you're showing right now is really, this is the first one I did, but you're showing obviously a lot of the figures that are part of that, um, that heads pack swap yeah. that I did. So these are, these are customs in the loosest sense of the word, because the very nature of these was me to kind of give some people some super easy examples of ways they could use those heads just to get them inspired. Those are some pretty awesome recipes, though. Like, pretty, fairly simple, fairly easy. Oh, yeah. Just all... taking, you know, like like we yep. said, the pop and swap. And just, they look great. And it makes me feel like, man, maybe I should buy some more. <laughs> buy some more stuff so I can have some more stuff, too. And I saw a comment <laughs> in the chat about, oh, I really need to save more money. What yes, I learned at my first Legion's Con is plan for X amount and double that because that's what yeah. you're actually going to spend. Yeah. That's, <laughs> there's so, that's there's so much cool stuff. That's it. So the, yeah, this is one I did recently. This was, so this was largely, sometimes I do customs to scratch an itch <laughs> and there's a figure that the studio did years ago called Minotaur the duck. It was part of their goth tropolis series. And it, it harkens back to like an inside joke off like the really old school Four Horsemen message boards. There's only a handful of people in the community that would even remember those jokes, but I'm one of them. And I thought that it would be funny since they had Minotaur the duck to do duck the Minotaur. So I did this to scratch an itch and basically make like three people laugh. And those three people laughed. So, and there is, there's, there's duck the Minotaur it. with Minotaur. Mission accomplished. Minotaur the Duck with Duck the Minotaur. I, I, I love it. Them together, that's awesome. That, that is cool. I really do love that. I'm a huge fan of Minotaur, so I'm like, oh, I have a couple that I kit bashed, and I'm just like, oh, that might be one that I have to do. I haven't done one with white fur yet, so I'm like, okay, 
I'm seeing that you use like the Valak legs and the yep. Varg arms. And I've done a number of Minotaurs. I've done, I mean, before, so even before we did the Fury, the Furious Four, where we yes. did Pitorion, the red one, um, I had done a Fury Clan Minotaur. You know, I've done, I've done one that's whitish that I use like a skeleton torso from that oh, I made wow. it like a Deadlands, like zombie Minotaur. Um, I've oh, done wow. an ice one. I've done a number of them over the years. That's dope. That, that is that is really cool. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm a sucker for for things like that. This one, the Anubis, uh, yes. one that you did. Oh my gosh, just it's beautiful. I I love it. Just I was like, oh, when when you made this, I was like, Jeremy, this is amazing. That's my big ogre scale. I've actually, it's not the first time I've done an Anubis. Really? Um, I've done a few of them in different scales, but yeah, okay. this is one where. We recently did a, a kit at Legion Shop called the Soldier of Anubis. Mm -hmm. So if I have soldiers for Anubis, I gotta have Anubis, right? Yes. So yeah, I did this this big ogre scale one. And that that sword is oh my god, it's awesome. And it's just honestly sword, one of the, the things is right from the beginning when I started customizing, you know, I accepted that I, I'm a good painter. I know I'm a good painter, but I'm not the best and I never will be. And I'm, okay, I'm totally okay with that. One thing that I do believe that I do as well as anybody is find a way to take parts from a random assortment of figures and put them together in a way that makes them feel like they belong together. Absolutely. Um, Organic. I know a lot about toys. I've seen a lot of toys i have a, a knowledge of them so knowing what parts are out there when i come up with an idea i'm usually very good at saying like oh i remember what weapon i need or what this i need and i can go and source it so when i do a lot of ogre customs a lot of these pieces come from one sixth scale figures from a variety of different companies and that's where that sword came from oh nice gotcha yeah, this this sculpt with the headdress and everything is just is gorgeous. It's beautiful, and it's like I have a Disciplus, and I like Disciplus as he is. And I'm like, Jeremy, you make me want to go get another one and do one of these. Come on, <laughs> my wife is gonna get mad at me. <laughs> there you go, spending money again. Yeah, that's that's awesome. With the soldiers right there. Yep. That's that's beautiful. How long usually does it take you as a biblical adventure? Shout out to them, D13. They're very successful in their yep. Kickstarter. We had them on. Uh, we had Chris sat down with uh, Matt and Seth from our show, and they talked for about an hour and a half or so. Um, what's your usual process for, like, making a custom? Like, is it just that you let the parts speak to you, or do you come up with a uh, kind of like a – idea first and then you just start going through the parts bin or what, what's your process it depends you know so we're talking about tribute customs mm -hmm. when i'm doing a tribute custom i'm so here's a tribute custom right here so have you guys ever seen the show c on apple tv i have not i've heard of it that's the jason momoa the, show right yeah that, that's the jason momoa thing right yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. So where they're all blind correct Exactly. Okay. So this is Jason Momoa's character from that show. Uh, the character's name is Baba Voss. So if you could do me a favor, scroll to the last shot in this thread, because the last shot is actually the oh. inspiration. So that is the armor. So that Dude, is, that is awesome. one of the shots of Baba Voss. 
from the show. So in a case like this, I look at it and I say, okay, oh gosh, what I'm great. trying to do is I want to do a Legion's version of this. So that's the first thing for me is I'm okay that it's not going to be exact because I want to say if I was going to do this in Legion's, what would it be? Sometimes it's using all Legion's parts. Other times, if I don't have anything close, I'm going to go outside of Legion's. In this particular case, I needed a samurai-style sword. That doesn't exist in Legion's. So that sword there is from an articulated icon's samurai figure by the Fouche. Mm -hmm. um, but with a tribute figure, you know what you're shooting for. So I look at it and I say, okay, what are the iconic parts of this character that I have to nail how do I do that? That's how that process starts for me with a custom like that. Um, there are other customs that I work on that are literally just me at the table playing around with parts, seeing what goes together. Sometimes it may just be two pieces where I'm like, how would this work with this? And I put those together and I say, okay, what else has to go on that? What do I build around it? So it really depends. Sometimes I have a recipe in mind and I'm executing it. Other times, I mean, when it's a when it's one of my customs, when it's one of my the custom parts I create, I create custom parts with a recipe in mind already. So once I get that piece in and I get it painted, I already kind of know what I want to put around it. But it varies from project to project. I do like to have a plan, but I also like to give myself enough like room, wiggle room to experiment and find some of those happy accidents. Are those Dubon arms or did you paint those? No, those are Dubon arms. Okay. So cool. that's another one of my total beliefs is the the nickname that I was given by my friend Travis with LBC, Lazy Boy Customizer, which at the time <laughs> was a joke because I'm not a Lazy Boy Customizer. I can do whatever needs to get done, but I kind of am because I firmly believe in the path of least resistance. If I need like this color arms, I'm not going to grab a pair of my black ones or red ones and paint them. I'm just going to use the ones that are the closest to the color I need. I don't like to paint things that I don't have to paint. One of the things that I've always believed is I want my customs, my legions customs to look like they belong in the line. That is incredibly important to me. Here's a trick. The less you do to the parts, the more they look like they belong. So that's one of my keys is always how can I achieve what I am trying to achieve with the least amount of work possible? That yeah, is music to my ears. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And here goes the tribute. So this is another tribute. So another thing that I'm really into is uh, the Neil Gaiman comic series, The Sandman. Yeah. And in the Sandman, there's a family of siblings called the Endless. Uh, one of the things that I, one of the projects I wanted to do the Endless from Sandman as Legion's figures for years. So that was one of the things I decided to do this year. So this particular figure is the first one I've done. This is uh, the older brother. His name is Destruction. He's got a couple different incarnations in the comic, but this is clearly his big battle-esque type uh, incarnation. This is ogre scale. So this uses, again, a number of one-six scale pieces. And of course, it uses that uh, half-giant legion builder and that noble barch accessory pack. And those 
axes, the hammers, and yeah, just, those are so intricate and so beautiful. I'm just like, those are awesome looking. Yeah. And then uh, the lower legs you used here too, they look great. They're killer. Yeah, they. that is an example of, that's a 12-inch Marvel Legends Thor that has been torn apart in my fodder box for mm. seven years. No idea how <laughs> we're going to use that. And it's just, yeah. you never know where. And that was an example. When I first started planning this out, those legs were not part of the recipe. I oh, wow. tried to use the feet and they looked ridiculous. The feet alone on the Legion's feet looked like he was wearing slippers. So yeah. I was like, well, I can't do that. And then I said, well, what about the lower legs? And I found a way to mob them to actually make them work. And they ended up adding so much to the figure. Yeah, the sword and the shield. Man, this is crazy. I, I love how that looks. I really Thank you, guys. That. Yeah, it's great. Jeremy wants me to start investing more in legions, I see, huh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, this head great i gotta say it's just pretty awesome so it's in progress right yep so that's coming out that's something Control we're size. working on i don't usually show in progress pieces but i was so thrilled by this um the thing you're probably not getting just out of these photos is this is troll scale yeah this is absolutely gigantic so those giant trolls we have so this is going to plug on to one of those things big wow yeah it's it's massive the ears and the tusks are separate pieces oh because trying to print that all as one piece would have just been unwieldy that's what i was going to ask i was like man that's probably going to be a tough print but yeah yep. doing two separate ones that, that, that makes a lot of sense. and by doing it as separate pieces it also allows us to do a base head and then do different ears and different tusks you know plain ones armored ones to kind of change it up without having to do totally different sculptures yeah the kitsune head which uh matt picked up a couple of those ones actually most, right most popular, that's started. the most popular piece we've ever offered that's that's what i was going to say i think it's one of the uh um what you call it uh one of the most popular right because i see everyone the most popular piece we've ever offered and the only third-party piece that's kind of officially part of the lore at this point since that character the the kitsune character is actually in the mythic legions tactics video game oh wow is it i did, i must have missed that completely i did not know that yeah so um when they first did the kickstarter for mythic legions tactics i obviously helped out quite a bit you know behind the scenes and as a thank you to the work that I did and the contribution I had made to the community and to the game, the developers decided to up, add my Kitsune character, whose name is Kickapoo. They added Kickapoo actually into the game as an NPC. So he oh, will that's be super in the cool. game. He gets, he gets some speaking part. And uh, the character I have is the one you just brought up. It's the one it's actually right here. This He's is officially canonized, huh? Yeah, so Kickapoo, the Samurai Kitsune. So basically what this kind of has done is made the Kitsune a race in Mythos, and he's a samurai. So it basically kind of retconned that stuff into Mythos. Official release soon. Speculation. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. 
Jeremy didn't say anything. Uh, uh, no, that's <laughs> not me being that's not me being cagey. There's no plan to I'm release joking. it officially. I would love it. It would blow my mind, but no, yeah, I'm not. Yeah, yeah. I'm not trying to be quiet just because it's no. Like, I'm totally just joking. <laughs> no, but I get it because, like, if you don't say anything, if someone takes this clip and they're like, "Dude, the, he didn't," I know, you know they it's said it he didn't say no. Shipping updates as of right now and what's going on. So, I mean, um, this is what was shared like a couple uh, about a week ago, maybe a couple weeks ago now at this point. Uh, yeah, but yeah. Legion's Con standard figures shipping complete. Everybody should have theirs. Uh, trolls as well. Should have theirs. AS5. Currently yeah, everyone's out. getting those. You're seeing all of, I mean, all of the all-ins, I believe, were shipped as of Wednesday oh, wow. uh, of this past week. So you're seeing, I mean, the cabal is filled with people now who are getting their All-Stars 5 figures, who are cracking those open, who are doing their Mythic Pizza opening parties. So incredibly cool to see that um all-stars five is a great wave and people are seemingly loving it so far i i gotta be honest i am a little jealous um it's, it's my own fault i didn't go all in and i didn't go that heavy in the all-stars because i know i know i know boomy, boomy, boomy. because i thought we were gonna have a little bit more time uh but i do understand things happen and there's been some shuffling of uh lines and uh, just other things that have came up and whatnot. So I was just like, damn, yeah. if only, you know, I I, I had hindsight, yeah. <laughs> you know, or future sight. You know, hindsight's always 20-20. I'm like, shit, I should have went all in. I usually always go all in. This is what happens when I don't go all in. And I'm like kicking myself in the butt, but I'm like, oh, well, like, I, I didn't know. I yeah. didn't know, Jade. Okay. I think the, I key, the key takeaway here is you always go all in and then you worry Just about everything else. Just stick with it. Um, <laughs> which might, mine will actually be here. It's supposed to be here today, but it's been a little Ooh. delayed. So maybe tomorrow. Really excited. I thought that was a really cool, you know, it is an all-stars wave, but it's an all-stars five plus wave. Yeah, five plus. Obviously yeah, with a couple awesome. of new, new things in there. Uh, super cool. What a great idea. So I will tell you that we called it all-stars five plus because we were adding more stuff yeah. we are not calling all-star six all-star six plus okay so that's it's just not be... that's not to say that we're not putting extra stuff in it we're just getting rid of that whole plus thing because this is now the way all-stars are being done this is the okay. standard the this standard is the moving standard forward. now this what we did last year that's was exciting so, year. it was so successful you know all-stars are really interesting release for us because there's really great parts to all-stars and there's really downsides to all-stars like for fans who are newer who want access to some of those older figures at you know retail prices all-stars are amazing oh, yeah. but the downside is for people that already have all the figures or even for people that just want new parts to customize and pop and swap the very nature of All-Stars and the fact that the winners are always really old figures that are like impossible to find, it doesn't breathe anything new into the line. You know, if you look at the parts on those All-Stars figures from this wave, they're great figures, but they don't have a lot of parts that we don't already have in plentiful amounts. Yes. Um, so the idea of this plus of adding new things, that really transformed the you know, value we can get out of all stars. Um, and it worked so well. 
at this past G-Con, we mentioned that not only will All-Star 6 have new stuff in it, it is very much a continuation of Necronominus. So much so that the new things you're going to see in All-Star 6, by the way, this is news. I haven't told this to anybody yet. So you guys are getting a a, a scoop here. Um, (laughs) Nice. The stuff stuff that you're going to see in All-Star 6 that's brand new, that was sculpted during Necronomus. So we sculpted more stuff than we needed for Necronomus, knowing it would live in All-Star 6. So very, very cool stuff. Um, it's what we're working on right now. All-Star 6 is in the development stages. Cannot wait to be able to show those so, to fans. So it sounds like it's very much an expansion pack, for, for lack of a better term. Yeah, like a Necronominous 0.5. It's, it's, think about it this way. When we, when we first did the Necronominous wave and we figured out what the wave looked like, the, the all-in price was like $800. Yeah. And we were like, well, we can't do that. That's way too much. We've got to scale this back. The all-in for Necronominous was 550 so we significantly scaled it back. So what happened was we had so many ideas and so much stuff that we said, well, why don't we do a follow-up wave for Necronominus? And then awesome. we said, well, why don't we That's just cool. do it in All-Stars? Like yeah. we're going to have, we want to do the All-Stars plus thing again. So let's just put them all in there. And like I said, we gave that stinger at the end of the Necronominus. So it's I wouldn't call it so much an expansion pack as much as it's just the continuation. It's awesome. the stuff that we didn't put in to the Necronominous wave. And they're not the B-sides. It's not like the stuff that wasn't good enough to make the yeah. cut. Opposite, there's some stuff that was so good that we said, you know what? We don't we've already got so much fire in this wave. Let's move <laughs> let's this. Say, let's now. save some fire. <laughs> yeah, I love yeah. that. That's awesome. <laughs> so not um, only do we have All Stars Five shipping, you said all ends are out. I'm sure you're working on single yep. orders or, or just yep. whatever going through all the single orders, orders now, and they're getting those out. And then <laughs> for those who ordered from approved retailers, their mm-hmm. street date is going to be April 1st. So just a couple more weeks, right around the corner, okay. and the retailers will start shipping theirs as well. So, so everyone will have their situated. Yeah, everyone will have their All-Stars 5 Plus here soon. Um, you got Mythic Legion's Tactics somewhere yep, behind that. Yep, so shortly after All-Stars is done, they should roll right into the Mythic Legion's Tactics, which are the the figures from the game. So those are those deluxe, those deluxe packs of the Orcs and the Elves, as well as that amazing Gorgo versus Attila 2 pack. That, that's that's awesome. Uh, real quick, Mike. Mike is new uh, to all this. Sorry, Jade. I'm sorry to interrupt. Uh, he says, "Forgive me if I miss uh, something at Floor Horseman's yep. site for All Stars." Uh, you guys do a vote process. So we do. Yeah. So the way it happens is, if you are on the Full Horseman Studios mailing list, what we do is we don't email it through the mailing list. Um, it's done through a. Uh, uh, service called Survey Monkey. So mm-hmm. what we will do is when we're ready to do the vote, and we haven't announced when that will be yet, but it's coming up somewhat soon. When we do that vote, we will pull that list, we'll upload it into Survey Monkey, and then we send an email out. Now we'll warn everyone in advance. Um, a number of people won't get the email because 
certain email clients block SurveyMonkey. They think it's yeah. all spam, which some of it is. <laughs> and uh, so it's it's kind of a mixed bag. We send them, but not everybody gets them. But that's how we do the vote process. There will be a number of characters that you will be able to vote from. And then the winners from that process will be named this year's All-Stars. And I will be buying some votes for some figures I personally want to see. So... Yeah, you know, I'll offer five bucks. You know, if you guys, well, you gotta see if this they're the list. <laughs> because that's the thing to remember is I see a lot of people who are already starting to, you know, uh, no like champion certain characters. The not campaign process has in. begun. Yeah, not everybody makes it in. Yeah. You know, there are a number of characters that aren't included for different reasons. So there are some characters that we have other plans for down the road where we don't want to reissue the existing figure because we want to do something different. So there's a reason for why figures are included or excluded. Yeah, that's, that's completely understandable. So not to mention, you know, like I said, we've got, Waves shipping out. We got waves about to ship out. We're smack dab in the middle of announcements as well. For, yes. For the other side of uh, of legions, cosmic legions, absolutely. So, cosmic legions. This is twenty twenty three is going to be the year of Cosmarium. Um, for everything that's amazing yes. that's going on with Mythic and with Figure Obscura, uh, this is going to be a huge year. Cosmic Legions, uh, Valkatar Book 1, production on that is wrapping up very soon. Awesome. And before we know it, those are going to be on a boat and on their way to the warehouse. Those will be shipping from the warehouse to pre-order customers within the next few months. And awesome. then to your point, we're also right now teasing. We've done four of the six figures so far for the next Cosmic Legions wave, which is Outpost oh, Zaxius. Now, this the way you guys approach um, your announcements uh, seems like it's evolving every single time that mm -hmm. you guys do it. Uh, no exception here. Um, this one was unique in the sense of there's a little bit of a story to tell. Um, yeah. Not a little bit of a story, a lot of a story to tell, which is uh, really, really <laughs> nice. Cool. It's been a lot of fun. Yeah. The When you say the, the way we reveal stuff is evolving – that is true, but it's also, we just try different things. You know, we don't want to always do the same thing. We want to say, like, what is the best way to get this information out there? With All-Stars last year, we actually turned to the fans and had the fans reveal certain things. Um, that that's awesome. something we'll do again down the road. You know, the big live reveal specials. Those aren't going anywhere. We're going to do more of that. But for this wave, this little wave, we said, what would be fun to do? How could we reveal this? We know that fans like the slow burn, where instead of dumping everything at once, we show them one at a time over a span of, you know, a couple of weeks so they can really absorb it and talk about it. Uh, and with Cosmic, there's so much story that we want to tell. There are so many glimpses we want to start giving people into this universe that revealing these characters and doing them alongside some of these uh short stories that accompany them it just ended up being a really fun way to get them out there and get that information shared with fans and i gotta say the color job on this oh my god it's beautiful it looks crazy it's, it's cool figure i mean that's that's one of the power con debuts those are always 
you know, th those are such a, a divisive type figures. Uh, some people love them. Some people don't care for them. I do think that the, the cosmic ones fit better in the cosmic world than the mythic ones fit in their own world. Um, but they're cool. They're a fun thing. They're a fun little subset of the line, especially if you dig the source material that inspires these particular characters. And I think I heard you say that these are actually going to be available at PowerCon in hand at PowerCon. They will. So what we do for PowerCon debuts every single year, the reason we call them PowerCon debut is because that's the whole point. They will debut there. So mm -hmm. the pre-order for this wave goes live on uh, Friday the 31st, March 31st. You will be able to pre-order this character. His name is Operative 83. There's also the big green dragony looking guy named Scourge. Those are the two PowerCon debut figures. Um, you will be able to pre-order them with the rest of the figures in this wave, but we will also have both of them available, a very limited number of both of them available at PowerCon in August, kind of as an early release. Same exact figure, same paint decos, same accessories and everything. The only thing that'll be different is you'll get them at the show early and they will be in a different package because the package for Outpost Zaxius is not done yet. So these will be in an older package. If anybody wants to get me a scourge, I will, you know, just let me know. I'm, I'm prepared to, to pay scalper prices. Yeah, yeah basically. A uh, quick little question. Will yeah. the blue actually be this blue? No, <laughs> That's been a thing in the uh, community this week. A controversy week. with the photography, sure. <laughs> I was totally just joking, man. Trevor right. does an amazing job, and uh, yeah, this looks beautiful. I don't, people, relax. It's just the lighting. <laughs> Sometimes it'll change things. Just, just a smidgen. Just a smidgen. Interesting yeah, how that works. Right. I'm <laughs> oh, sorry to, to to interrupt, but yeah. Oh no, not at all. Not yeah, at all. That's that's courage. I really do. yes. Here we go. There he is right there. Yeah, my boy. Yeah. I really cannot wait. Man, now, is this beautiful. the first? figure that has both cosmic and mythic parts if i guess if you take out the clo the cloth arms and legs uh well technically no in the oh. first cosmic wave you know the tusk engineer and ziri the bare arms and legs that they use uh, were right. mythic pieces so oh, there yeah. were okay, mythic pieces right from the get-go on those figures they're minor pieces um this is the one that i think probably i mean before this one we showed callian callian has like some armor on one of her arms so she has mythic parts we wrote that into her story there's a reason she has that ancient armor this is definitely the one that i would suggest lives the best in either of those two worlds Absolutely. Um, this one uses essentially the same parts that Arachagor, the blue dragon we did in the Poxus wave mm -hmm. does. You know, normally we mix the figures up a little bit more, but the reality is Arachagor was designed to be Arachagor and the parts just happen to work so well for what we wanted to achieve with this character here. So rather than give him less perfect parts just to differentiate him, we just made the figure the best that it could be. It just happened to be very similar outside of some color changes to something else we had done previously. Yeah. Like I, like I told you, Jeremy, before we were recording, this, 
this is going to be the grill in my collection. I'm you just like, like the, oh yeah. my god, I can't, I can't wait. Like, yeah, I really like the reuse of the the Kragnar head. Um, is that the actual duoderm head or is the dragon? That that was one thing I had a question about. Or I guess yeah. is it either or. Again, the thing with these characters is they kind of live slightly outside of the real stories, uh, the real thing we're doing. So ultimately, I would suggest that they're both duoderm heads. They can look different ways. Um, no, this one be... here clearly is like Kragnar, the tetraderm. So this one, from an actual cosmic lore standpoint, probably makes more sense as the duoderm. But the other head is the one that we're using as the main head for the character. Kirby, can we keep the Scourge story going forever? Hashtag Team Scourge. I'm right there with you, Kirby. Let's keep it going. <laughs> Don't ever forget about my boy Scourge. It's, it's been fun to see people really reacting well to the short stories and kind of rooting for some of these characters. So that's that's been neat. That's been really – as the person that's writing those stories, that's been super rewarding for me. I, I got to say, like, that's half of the fun right there is just the stories. It's They're, they're awesome. They're fun. Uh, here goes one of the other uh, reveals. That's number three so, out of uh, six here. This was the second one. So this was the second oh, yeah, number two. that we revealed. Uh, the two you just did were numbers three and four. This is the second one. So Callian, the, the female bodyguard, um, she's from a brand new affiliation we introduced with this wave called Axor 3. Um, yeah, super cool figure. I had said on my show that she kind of started out as a bounty hunter. That was kind of what we were playing around with. Um, we ended up going away from that bounty hunter story because it was too on the nose. But she mm -hmm. still has that kind of almost cobbled together type look that, again, we wrote into her story. I'm like, hmm, she seems and the like she would uh, get along with some people in a galaxy far, far away. And she's got a great, if you go to the the shot before this, like, yes, looking at that, that you know, that that's such a gorgeous head sculpture and so many people weren't even aware that that is a repaint of the head that first came on the thrace wraith Haler figure because it looks so different presented wow. like i never realized that yep that's the thrace head yeah i love her armor like it looks it looks great it looks yeah great. this one really is great um and C. Jessam really brought the thunder with this with the cloth goods here. He, he's he's killing it with you guys. One of the things that's amazing to be part of this team is we have assembled just the best in the business. I have no problem saying that. And to actually work with them and see them getting better is insanity. Like to see someone like Eric Treadaway, who is so at the top of his game do things that continue to evolve and continue to the what he's been doing lately building systems you know with parts that you know have interchangeable pieces so we can get more use out of them and swap them in different ways to expand this not only from our own library but to give customizers and the third party creators the ability as well to do these pieces it's incredible to see them evolving see jessam their soft goods are so, so good. And to see them innovating and doing new patterns and coming out with things that continually take our breath away, it's incredible to be a part of it. I'm going to try to get him on the show, but I'm, I'm, I got a bunch of questions for him. But I, he's going to be over at Legion's Con 2023, yeah. correct? That's going to be that awesome to meet him and his wife. Real, yeah, I mean, 
he's been part of GCon before. We've had him on remotely to be part of the conversation. Oh, so sure. to have him coming down, I um, mean, those people that do come to intern and GCon, he'll be in the studio with us all day. He'll be hanging out, him and his family, and he'll be at Legion's Con the entire weekend, and he will have a booth. That's cool. Can't wait to meet him. Uh, and, oh, here we go. And this is the first Tusk one. Pilot. So the Tusk Pilot, this was the first one that we revealed. This uh, another member of the Tusk organization got that super ultra shiny red paint job on his armor. It's candy um, apple red, baby. I love, love this one, man. This is my my good friend Joe Vasapolo painted this one. Just absolutely killed it. Joe. Yeah. Uh, love Joe. One of, you know, my good friends love working with Joe. Both of us. Yeah. It's that funny. We beautiful. Joe Vasapolo and I met at Four Horsemen Studios at that first ever G-Con. We were both there as customizers exhibiting our work. We had never met before that point. Um, we became fast friends at that day. And the fact that our trajectory has led both of us to now be part of the team is incredible. And, uh, you know, Joe was the one who painted all the prototypes for the Furious Four figures last year. So oh, it was cool. awesome to work on that project with him. And then seeing his work on this is just stunning. Yeah, that's 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 awesome. That's a pretty cool story. The fact that now both of you guys, you know, yeah. you guys started off as customizers, and now you guys work for the company. That is, that's pretty awesome. And guys, the amount of fans. I mean, if you look, Cookie, who's in our shipping department, Cookie, longtime fan. Um, you know, he's he started coming into the studio just helping out ship product, and now he's a full time member of the team. Nate Barch. Nate, I don't know if you guys know this. Nate Barch submitted fan art, like E-Man fan art that the guy saw years and years ago. Liked it so much, they hired him to do a piece for one of their old figures from a, a line called Seventh Kingdom. They enjoyed oh, yeah. working with him so much, he became a part of the family, and now he's done every Legion's package since then. And as of this year, he's a full-time art member of the studio. That is awesome. That that is cool. He he does killer artwork. I I love his stuff. It is great. It's beautiful. Yeah. And if you're at Legion's Con, I highly suggest picking up some of his prints because they are top notch. And yeah, not for nothing, you could not ask for a nicer guy. Dude is just so down to earth, so genuinely appreciative of every bit of love he gets from the fans. Absolutely incredible. I think that's about. Did you guys have anything else that you guys wanted to go over, guys? No, I think we. Brain about guys. I think we we've covered a lot of topics. Um, I'm really One eager for thing. Hold on, this this. Hold on. Oh, hold the on. <laughs> The last one. Demistress. This thing looks beautiful, gorgeous. Yeah. I gotta say, I love the translucent parts. I'm a sucker for translucent. Like yeah. I love, you know, the the Hagnon. I don't own one, but I will definitely yeah. eventually get one. Like glow in the dark stuff, translucent stuff. I'm a sucker for that stuff. So like, I'm like, oh my god. Well, you, I, you definitely yeah. want the show version. Yeah, I mean, yeah. this this is a cool figure. This is uh, you know, PowerCon, which we do in August in Ohio. Um, the studio's been involved with PowerCon since the very beginning, since the very first PowerCon. They've been to every one of them. Uh, you know, last year, Val and PowerCon made the shift to go from the West Coast 
out to, you know, the Midwest to be out in Ohio. And it was, I loved it. It was my first ever PowerCon. I had a blast, but a number of people have had said that it was a quieter year than usual because there were still a lot of people figuring out, you know, if the move made sense. It clearly did because everyone had a blast and you're looking at this year, that show evolving. They have a number of show exclusives and they did reach out to us and they said, hey, would you guys be willing to do a figure for us? Um, so we discussed it and we didn't want to do a Legion's figure. You know, we already have our PowerCon debuts that we wanted to keep doing. So rather than doing like a Legion's figure, we said, you know what? We'll do a cool character for you. It won't be Legion's. It'll look like a Legion's figure, clearly, because it uses the parts. Um, but we're going to create something that's just a cool toy. Something that just has that feel of those like vintage toy lines like Masters and Thundercats and, you know, all those toys that I grew up playing with. We wanted to create something like that, create a cool villain that would live in one of those worlds. So that is what Demistros is. Um, what you're seeing here with that box and the, the green head and hands, he'll have the regular head and hands as well. But this is one that will be pre-sold by PowerCon for attendees to pick up at the show. Um, but one of the things that Four Horsemen has been very, very adamant about is whenever we do a show figure, we want there to be a standard version available in higher numbers directly from us. So you saw that with the Legions Con figures. There were the ones at the show, but then we also sold versions that were in different packaging and they were minus like a part or two, but we sold those on our website. So Demistros, there will be a version available well after the show on Store Horseman as well. It just won't have the green head and hands. You're on mute. My my cat's cat feeder was going off. Oh. That's why. Um, I I gotta say, like maybe I could buy the hands and head from somebody else or something like that. But yeah, <laughs> good luck. Beautiful. I'm a sucker for green. I'm a sucker for translucent stuff. Yeah, I kind of already that. said that. Right. Um, real quick, Laura said, Jeremy, did you mention the book? What book? Huh? Yeah. What so book? at uh, I'm curious. So at Legions Con last year, uh, the session that I did uh, with Eric Treadaway, I didn't tell people. I said I was doing a session. I didn't yeah, tell I people what it was. People probably assumed it was going to be a customizing session. Um, I ended up bringing Eric Treadaway in, and the two of us unveiled uh, the Mythic Legions book that we've been working on. So it's Ooh. called uh, Rise of the Dark Four, Volume 1. And what it is is the story arc that Mythic Legions has been on, right? Mythic mm -hmm. Legions is unique in the fact that it started as toys, so many toys that we get today started as a comic or a movie or an anime or whatever, video game. Mythic Legions and Cosmic Legions are unique in the fact that the toys came first. And a lot of people have always said, well, there's no story, which is totally untrue. There is a story. It's just never been told in a linear format like people mm -hmm. are used to. So we decided to do that. So what we have been That's working awesome. on is an actual the idea is it's going to be like an art book like a big hardcover there's a there's a series of harry potter books that came out somewhat recently the illustrated versions mm -hmm. it's the same harry potter story that are in all the regular novels but they're large format hardcover and they're filled 
with gorgeous illustrations, like like covered, like page edge to edge, watercolor, beautiful illustrations that flow with the text. That's, that's cool. what we're doing. We're putting together something that's going to mix uh, the words that we are writing for the Mythic Legion story with artwork from Nate Barch and photography from Trevor Williams. The, the real, awesome. Yeah, the images you've come to know and lots of new images you've never seen will be in these books. So all those questions that people have had in terms of you know, what's going on with Atlas and, you know, Attila, you know, we know that Atlas left the kingdom of Landor and, you know, he abdicated. Why? Why did he leave? What's going on there? Um, that's just one of the many questions that people have had based on the little teasers and bios that have been released. The story, the book's going to tell all that stuff. So the, the update on that is it is five parts, that first book, that first volume is five distinct sections. Um, before Eric Treadaway went away on vacation recently, I turned in the first three of those sections, done, completely edited for his review and approval. So we are, at this point, I would say maybe 65% done the, the first. Over the hump. That That is... That is cool. That is really awesome. I was not aware. That's really cool. I cannot wait. That is pretty awesome. Laura, thank you for bringing that up. But yeah, you know, thank you for bringing it to our attention. If people have been enjoying the short stories, um, I wrote all those. That's clearly my writing style. Uh, yeah. You know, obviously the mythic stuff will be a little bit different, but it's been great to work on because. You know, since the beginning, Eric had kind of a Bible, like he kind of knew what the story was. But the way that I always talk about it is dealing with Eric is almost like he's plotted destinations on a map and he knows all the key places that we have to hit. But what he hasn't, you know, actually fleshed out is how characters get from place to place or just as importantly, why. Why do they do these things? I know they've got where they've got to go. Why do they go there? What is their motivation? So that's what I've been able to do is take all of his framework and everything that he's created and kind of connect those dots. And that's that's been great to work with. Um, Eric and I, we, we're both about the same age. We grew up with a lot of the same uh, cultural touch points. We played with all the same toys. We like a lot of the same things. So we work really well together. Uh, a lot of the ideas that he has just make sense to me and I can expand on, and, on them in a way that is exactly where he wanted to go. So um, it's a great, it's a great working partnership um, with Eric and of course with everyone else in the studio. So really excited to get that book done and into fans hands. That's cool. Yeah. Very awesome. Um, I will say, you know, just reading the uh, Zaxxas out, Outpost stuff, you have a very, you know, you said it yourself, it is your writing style. Uh, I almost read it in your voice. I'm going to just throw this out there. <laughs> yeah, audio for, books. For We're getting audio books on this, right? <laughs> hey, hey, I, I'll, I'll sign up to hear movie to about me. audio books. Um, <laughs> well, there, is, there is an episode of my show, my Mythic Conversations on Wednesday. I did an episode after Legion's Con where... Because I I had originally wanted to broadcast my panel from Legions Con and hotel Wi-Fi is not real conducive yeah, to that. No. 
So I couldn't do that. So instead, I did a reading because at Legion's Con, I read like four chapters from the book. And I did that live on my show. So definitely if you're hearing, you're watching this show here and you're hearing for the first time about the book and you want more information, if you check out Mythic Conversations, I don't remember which episode, but there was an episode specifically about Rise of the Dark Four, Volume 1, where I talk about it and I read from it. Oh, man. We're going to have to go find that. Jade, yeah. I'll go look for it and I'll send it over to you guys. Oh, I've listened to it. I'm just going to oh, listen to it again. Oh, okay. Gosh, you <laughs> put it on repeat. Uh, one more question before we go. Um, sorry, I don't know if you guys have anything, guys, but just real quick. Last one that I got. Is there a possibility that we'll get Cosmics at Legion's Con this year? What do you mean? Uh, like, uh, what you call it? Because you're saying that maybe like later on this year, we're going to be getting them shipped out. Will they Are be you asking stock? if there will be Cosmics for sale at Legion's yeah. Con? Yes. Possibly. Yeah. Oh, sweet. Okay. What so we were yeah. not sure because me and Jade have been debating, and he's like, "Dude, I don't know, man. It's Legion's Con. It's not Cosmic Con, you know." Yeah. So no, no, I was like, "Yeah, but I was like, possibly Legion you know, Con, not Mythic Con." Yeah. So just Sorry. like this past year, this past year at Legion's Con, we never bring Figure Obscure for sale at shows. We did yeah. at Legion's Con. At Legion's Con, we had Krampus and we had Headless Horseman out yes. at the show. Um, the only reason we didn't have Father Christmas is he hadn't been released yet. Uh, so Legion's Con is, that's all in. Like that's, all restrictions are off. We bring Got stuff you. to Legion's Con. So by, the way that we work with products, like for instance, we have a show, I'm leaving, I'll be on a plane this coming Thursday, headed out mm -hmm. to Atlanta for Toylanta. Mm -hmm. um, a number of people are like, are you guys going to have All-Stars 5 for sale at Toylanta? Absolutely not. We will not have them. And it's because the only time we will bring stuff to a show is if every pre-order is shipped and retailer, retailer street date has been in the past for, you know, at least a few weeks to a month. Um, people that pre-ordered and put their money down or got them from retailers, they're going to get those figures first. We are not going to bring those to a show. There has to be enough of a gap for us to start bringing them. So gotcha. Looking at Legions Con in November, Cosmic Legions are going to start shipping in I don't know, late spring. Gotcha. There's going to be so much window. Um, yeah. We will definitely have Cosmic One. I mean, and obviously stuff sells out. Stuff goes quick. So yes. who knows how much we will have. But Cosmic One will be shipped by then. Cosmic Two might be shipped by then as well, to be honest with you. What? So, we'll so don't that's not a guarantee guys so not a guarantee and then yeah my my, my bad i totally i, I goofed it when i said <laughs> mythics con i can't believe i said mythic cons so this is a fail right here live yeah so those so cosmic figures you know going forward we want we want Legion's Con. Obviously, it's so mythic focused right now because that's what's in fans' hands. But we want Legion's Con to be a celebration of all things horsemen. So that is mythic. That is cosmic. That is figure obscure. Thanks for stopping by, Brent. Um, so um, is there any kind of hint or anything as far as figure obscura? Uh, no hints on that. <laughs> nice, nice try, that nice try. <laughs> we do 
we do have plans. We know what this year's figure obscure releases look like. Mm-hmm. Um, you'll just have to wait for them. You know, the one thing that we have, and you know, obviously some people love the surprise drop. Some people hate the surprise drop. Um, it's something that we've enjoyed doing. It's something different than we do with our other releases. So that, that model of, you know, dropping a hint like the day before we're going to go live, getting people speculating about what it is, and then <laughs> doing the doing the sale, the in-stock sale of that item the following day. That's something that you will see continue for awesome. your pure. Yeah, I, I just wanted to just backpedal a little bit. I like the way you know, that you guys approach a lot of these drops, you have different ways to approach them. Um, and just the respect you have for both the fans and your partners, um, that, that goes a long way. Yeah. It's not just about how many units can we move all the time you're, you Obviously it is, but you're letting, you're letting your partners and your retailers participate in, in a full oh, yeah. capacity. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's cool to be part of the company. I mean, you just mentioned it's not about as many units as we can sell. We want to sell as many toys as possible, but not because we just want as much money as possible. We want people playing with these toys. They're cool. The more people that get it, like this getting into fans' hands is why we do this. You know, you look at the fact of you guys have been collecting legions for a while. Now you look at these figures the quality, the, the value of what you're getting in these things goes up and up and up. The price tag is not. Yeah. You know, you look at those figures Which in that love. ominous wave. You look at like Gideon Heavens brand, head to toe new tooling, all those custom soft goods, multiple heads, gorgeous paint applications. We keep it at $37. Amazing. Um, you know, that's that is a testament to how this company runs its business where if you think that our price per figure hasn't gone up, you're wrong. It has. But the volume goes up as well, so we get a little bit of a price break. Yeah. And at the end of the day, we say, you know what? We can keep the price for the fans because we hear all the we hear all the complaints. We hear shipping is crazy expensive. We don't control it. Custom yeah. charges are insane. We don't control it. The only thing we can control is the price of the figures. So that's why we are incredibly diligent about doing what we can to keep those prices as low as we can afford to keep them at, to give that back to the fans. And that's, that's just the way this company runs its business. And as I said, I'm thrilled to be able to be a part of something like that. That's respectable, man. I got to say, just extremely respectable (laughs) you know when the fans give the respect to us that they do it's it's reciprocating it's you know going back there it's why we do what we do it's why we keep the value where we do it's why we communicate the way we do it's why we come on shows like this and have these conversations because we love the fans who support these lines and we want to give back to them just as much as they give to us yeah, that's that's great, man. Yeah, that's what I really like. That's what uh, got me into Mythics is just uh, just the way the companies run and the way the way that all you guys are at the shows. You're talking to fans and you're mixing it up with people, and that's just that's wonderful because you know some of the other companies they don't they don't have stuff like sure. that. So definitely not. <laughs> and they definitely thing. don't have the cabal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've been a toy collector for years and. 
I have toys from a lot of other companies. I don't know who makes these things. Like, no. you know, I I could be in a room with them. I would have no idea. Yeah. The fact that we are as visible, I do think that that means something. I do think that when fans spend their hard-earned money on our products, they know who they're buying them from. It's it's so much more of a personal relationship. Yeah, absolutely. More, more. Yeah, the transparency is undeniable for sure. All right, boys. You guys have anything else uh, for Jeremy? If no, not, Jeremy. Thanks for coming on, man. Um, brought me out of retirement, so I'm sure these you'll appreciate <laughs> that a little bit. Um, Absolutely. Really, really excited for this year um, and Legion's Con. I'm sure somebody yeah. is getting ready to get in line. You know, we're only half a year out, but I'm sure somebody is. <laughs> I yeah. I guarantee you that was one of the first questions when I went to the hotel. They were like, where's the line going to be set up? Are they going to give us a hard time about sleeping in the hallway? Uh, <laughs> yeah, you guys. So get get up get up bright and early, guys, or camp out the night before. Uh, well, that is one thing I will say that, you know, one of the thankfully only negatives I can say about last year's show was the line was insane. Totally get it. Um, you know, you live and learn and we fixed it on day two, you know, when we did, oh yeah, we did Legion's con last year. We said, you know what, let's put the horseman table in the the exclusives table back to back. So people have one line to get in. And what we didn't realize was, well, you know what, the bottleneck created by the, the, the horseman line, if you want the exclusives, you have to wait in that line. So it ended up compounding the problem, which is why day two, we separated them and it was much better. So at this year's show, number one, the lines will be separated. Actually, the table for the Legion's Con figures will be out in the hallway. So there'll be a totally separate line for that. The horseman table will be inside the room. And I think we're going to have three or four checkout lanes just oh, for the full express lanes. So, yeah, we're really going to try to you know, speed up that line so people can spend more time in the show and less time in the line. Look at that, people. Look at that. Who does things like this? Like they're they're finding a way to like improve an already good process. Like they're like, you know what? Let's give them more time back, more time to, you know, be in it all, to soak it all up. Well, that's that's awesome. We've got to get them through the horseman line quickly yeah. so they can get over to the geek show table and see what you guys have to offer. Exactly. Stop <laughs> on by the geek out show. Come see your, you know, the exclusive cosmic legions head and mythic legions head with the weapons. There yes. you go. Thank you. Appreciate it, Jeremy. Yeah. Do you have any shout outs that you want to give? No, like I said, um, you know, I'm looking forward. I'll be in Toylanta with uh, a number of the team members uh, this this coming Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. It's our first time ever awesome. at Toylanta, so we're excited for that. So if you are in that area, we hope to see you there. Um, other than that, you know, I, I, my Wednesday night show on my YouTube channel, at Mythic Customs, um, every Sweet. single week, 7.30 p.m. Eastern time. I'm talking about all things Legion, so check me out there. Quite literally can't miss tv <laughs> for reals <laughs> what about you christian anything you anybody you want to shout out or anything like that no man just shout out everybody that keeps up with us and watches us and thanks everybody for joining us tonight and thank you jeremy for joining us tonight absolutely. as well absolutely yeah. and where can they follow you at christian uh you can follow me on instagram at ghost zero nine that's it 
Jade? No shout outs for me. I'm going back in my hole. I'll see you guys at Legion's Con 2023. <laughs> um, yeah, don't follow me or anything. I'll, I'll get in touch with you guys. <laughs> and real quick, just shouting out Matt. Thank you for stopping by. Matt is actually working. He tried to uh, hop on, but he has crappy Wi-Fi. He's trying to hop on from his car, and you know he's in the middle of work. But uh, you can follow him at Major Reaction underscore IG on Instagram. I'm Gil Blackhole Comics, all social media and YouTube. Just real quick, shout out to um, you know just everybody in the community, the Cabal, you, Jeremy, for coming on, Walter, everybody that we've networked with and had on. I appreciate every single one of you guys uh right now we're trying to get to a thousand followers on instagram so if you could please give us a follow if you're not we're giving away a carver customs diorama a neca goliath a sh figuarts uh, vegeta a mythic legions uh it's just a regular standard goblin right the goblin legion yeah, builder goblin uh, legion and then builder. also the amazon exclusive cad bane black series so five prizes that's a lot I'm just saying that's a lot just for giving us a follow. And then, you know, you could win all that stuff. I'm just saying that that's, that's a, you know, easily over $200 worth in prizes. So till next time, till next time, guys, I already messed it up. <laughs> until <laughs> next time, guys, make sure to stay geeked up and geek out later. Later, everybody. <laughs> Thank you, Jeremy.